Welcome back to the Only Film Fans podcast. My name is Trace. I'm with the YouTube channel Pierce Productions. I'm one of three hosts for this podcast. He's very shagadelic, baby. Yeah, his name's Jared from Jared Talks Cinema. And the man himself that came up with the idea for the flux capacitor, which makes time travel possible, Brad from Let's Be Real with Brad. We're joined by a very special guest today on the podcast. He was stranded on an island with a volleyball named Wilson. But we managed to save him. Dave from Davey Dave's Takes. Well, thanks for saving me, guys. I'm absolutely honored to be joining this podcast, and I can't wait to get down to it. Yeah, so Dave, why don't you go ahead and let everyone know where we can find you online? Yeah, so you can find me on YouTube. Um, you know, my channel is just called Davey Dave's Takes. Um, most people who have found me online, they've either searched that or David Dave Lane. Um, you know, what made me start my channel originally was I used to be a skater back in the day. And I used to, I'm a huge Cleveland fan too. So I used to make video edits of like LeBron and other, and like other Browns things. So people would know me as David Dave Lane. Um, but then I decided to start this channel as, you know, moving movies, doing the sports thing sometimes. So if you look me up on YouTube for David Dave's takes or David Dave Lane, um, you know, you'll probably be able to find my channel. Uh, my video that has probably the most views is my LeBron edit. If you search LeBron James, the promise, and then Davey Dave, you'll probably find my channel on there. Um, but yeah, no, thanks again for letting me come on your guys' podcast. I'm absolutely excited to get down to business with you guys. So how's everyone's uh, YouTube week been? It's It's been solid um, so far. I think last week, I didn't really do any videos. I got the Candyman screening and I reviewed that. And I was trying to take a little bit of a break because I did so many videos before. So yeah, and I have a Cinderella screening tomorrow. So real excited to see that. It's probably not going to be that good, but who knows? And try. I'm probably going to try to cover... Um, that that movie is called He's All That. <laughs> I saw it really bad reviews and I kind of want to watch it because I feel like a lot of people aren't. Maybe there are. I don't know. So that's the life of YouTube. Did you did you see how they're they're uh like they're promoting that Cinderella movie? <laughs> yeah, with like James Corden like in the streets, like thrusting. <laughs> yeah, I saw so many like edits of people like so it's like the windshield reflection. It's like the main character from Parasite staring <laughs> yeah. out the window. And then I saw one of uh, Dennis from It's Always Sunny. <laughs> yeah. I would be furious. Imagine if it, like, it was an emergency. Like, what are you supposed to do? <laughs> You're going to hit James Corden on the street? I don't think <laughs> anyone would hold it against him. <laughs> Dave, how's your YouTube week been? Um, it's funny you say that this last past week, I, this past week, I actually went home for a week. So I took a little bit of a break. The last thing I reviewed was almost two weeks ago. I, oh yeah. I got an early screening to Rev reminiscence. Yeah. You know what? It, it was whatever, I guess. Um, I did apply to try and see, uh, Shang Chi this week. Um, on Wednesday, Brad, I'm jealous. You got to see that like last week. <laughs> It's whatever. <laughs> it's whatever. <laughs> I'm on the I'm on a wait list and I'm assuming no one's gonna give up give that up. So I'll probably just have to see that actually opening night, which it could be fun with a packed theater. But yeah, no, I mean I took the week off, but before that, things have been nice. It's been nice to go to these early screenings. One, they're free. That's always fun. And two, I, I've noticed like an uptick in just engagements whenever you can see something a little bit earlier mm -hmm. so, so I you said oh sorry oh uh, i was gonna say because you said you were going back home so are you from cleveland yeah i'm from akron originally oh uh, LeBron. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like we got got the lebron poster and the, the youtube everything so yeah i'm i moved i moved to chicago like a year and a half ago so it was weird like i got my full-time job and there's like a three month period where like I got hired in like October and they're like, we don't want you to start till the end of January. 
And I was like, what do I do for three months? And then that's like why I started doing the channel. I was like, well, I've always kind of wanted to do this. Like I've been big fans of like Chris Stuckman, Jeremy Johns, and like, I love the red letter media guys. They're hilarious. So I was like, I mean, I guess I, I guess I have time. I've got so much time on my hands. I guess I'll try this. And now, now, I mean, I just continue to do it. It's, it's easy to kind of filter in with a full-time job and then also do this. Um, sometimes it's exhausting, but you know, at the end of the day, it's just fun. Well, do you guys want to go ahead and uh, dive into our first topic? Sure. That sounds fine to me. All right, Brad, you want to take it away? Yeah. So was what our first topic is about our favorite MCU origin film, right? So I, this was a hard pick because I was going through them. I was like, ah, oh, man, there's a lot of good origin films here. Um, the one I ended up going up with is just Iron Man. I know it's a very basic pick. I know. I can't wait to hear it, but um, not because it started off everything. I just think that it's a really good film. And I think why I really enjoyed it is because it's in the Paramount era where they were distributed by Paramount and they didn't go to Disney yet. So when you watch that film, there's a lot of style. There's a lot of like hard PG-13 esque to it where they get away with some more of adult humor than you would see in like Iron Man three and beyond. And it's just a very well-told film and it's exactly what I want to see in an origin film. And I really enjoy the visual effects. Like I love how Iron Man looks now. Well, you know, not now, but, but, but in that film, you can tell that they actually use a lot of like visual effects of the real armor where it's not CGI the whole time. Um, so that's my pick. Yeah. I mean, it, I, I mean, I agree with you on that. I love Iron Man. It's, it's just, it's, I like what you're talking about the Paramount thing, because I, when I rewatched all the MC movies before Endgame like two years ago, phase one has this like weird, style to it that it's kind of refreshing but at the same time it's like you could tell they're figuring out what they're trying to do with the mcu um i don't know it's there's things in iron man that i think people take for granted now that i remember seeing it back when i was in like sixth grade like all the cool tech that he would have that was just like really fucking cool um i mean it's also a very simple story that's why i think people like loved it like it was and obviously robert Downey jr it's like he made for that role and it's one of the great comeback stories um, like of recent memory. So yeah, no, I, I was going to say probably Iron Man's like one of my picks as well. Um, do you guys want to talk about Iron Man also? Jared, did you be surprised if we all have it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, 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 that's not, that wasn't going to be my pick, but I just like, you know, I kind of want to talk about Iron Man also. Cause we you know, talk about Iron Man. fantastic. <laughs> I mean, it's kickstarted the MCU. <laughs> okay. Let's talk about Iron Man for a second. Well, yeah, well, Iron Man's my pick. I almost went with uh, Guardians of the Galaxy and Spider-Man Homecoming because I do like both of those slightly more, but I didn't really feel either of them actually count as origins. So I went with Iron Man. And yeah, Iron Man, like you said, Brad, it's the one that kicked it all off. It's a really awesome movie. Just I like how it's like an actual origin story for like the entire thing. Like a lot of superhero movies, like like the original Spider-Man. It's like the origin's really only the first half and it gets into the stuff with the Goblin and all that. But for Iron Man, it's like the whole movie is the origin of him becoming Iron Man and stuff, which I think was kind of a cool take on it. It's got an awesome ending that kickstarted the entire universe. So great. And yeah, it definitely is a little bit different because uh, I think when the MCU started, I think they wanted it to be more realistic and more grounded and gritty and stuff and more tech-based. It wasn't really until uh, Thor was the one that kind of made it more fantasy than the Avengers made the whole comedy thing. But so the original Iron Man, even though it's kind of weird to watch now, I also kind of like the more serious, gritty tone that it has and how it's more realistic. So yeah, Iron Man's an awesome movie. It's a very important movie, so it had to be my pick. Yeah, I really am not that big of a fan of origin stories. So Spider-Man's not my pick, but with the Tom Holland Spider-Man, I like that they kind of skipped the origin story and kind of just jumped into he's already Spider-Man. But back to the question, I was very, very tempted to say Iron Man, but after thinking about it, I think that I do have to go with Guardians of the Galaxy. It was just such a pleasant, pleasant surprise for something I really didn't know anything about or what to expect. And it's probably like my within my top three favorite MCU movies in general. That's a movie I can just re rewatch and not get tired of it. But back onto the question of Iron Man, because we had three out of four say Iron Man. Uh, we can spend a little time talking about the greatness of that. Well, my pick is yeah. the Incredible Hulk. 
oh, that's a hot take. Jesus Christ. I'm glad we brought you on board, man. <laughs> Bring a little bit of flavor to it. My actual, my actual pick, though, is, is Guardians of the Galaxy, though. Oh, jeez. We're oh, counting that as origin. I thought you were serious for a second. <laughs> I, thought you, I thought you said Iron Man because you called I did. Iron Man I did. earlier. <laughs> no, I would say uh, my actual pick is probably Guardians. Everything you said, James Gunn also, love him, brings like a refreshing take to the whole thing. Um, I mean, if you you could kind of maybe say like Infinity War in weird ways, an origin story for Thanos and like a strange argument. Um, but no, I'll go Guardians. Um, I was thinking like it is weird to say it is an origin story because it feels like an Avengers movie in a way, but it does give like almost all those characters their origins. So yeah. Um, and I agree with you. It's like probably it is probably like top three, top five MCU movie for me. Um, it's just refreshing. It's fun. I love the style to it. And it has real heart. Like, I love the new Suicide Squad movie. Um, but, like, I just don't think it's nearly as good as the original Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, yeah. I'm glad but that you I, mentioned. I, I was between Guardians or Iron Man was basically my pick. But when I thought about more, like, Guardians, I do like Guardians more than Iron Man. Even though Iron Man's up there for my favorite MCU movies. I'm glad that you mentioned that it has heart because that opening of peter losing his mother is one of the you know best mcu openings still i i mean that's just my opinion but him losing his mother and being taken by yondu is i didn't expect that for an opening it was kind of similar to up where it starts out very sad and usually a movie wants to kick things off with a bang and not with a teardrop or whatever but yeah, heart comedy. It's got the whole. It's got all of it. Action. Yeah. Well, I sorry. Go ahead, bud. I was gonna say. Um, I didn't even think about Guardians of the Galaxy, so I'm actually changing my pick because it's my number three best MCU film. So I didn't even think about it to be honest. I was looking at the list and I'm just like, oh, like Doctor Strange and Captain America. So I was like, oh yeah, Guardians. Shit. Okay. So yeah, I'm going Guardians. Okay. <laughs> all right. See, so like. I do like Guardians a little bit more than Iron Man. I have it at five and I have Iron Man at 10, I think, on my ranking. But I just didn't feel it counts as an origin because it's not really the origin of the characters. It's the first time we see them, but they're already who they are, you know? Like Iron Man, it's actually him becoming Iron Man. So I didn't feel it counted as an origin movie. Yeah, I, I guess I get what you're saying. I guess it's like the movie's more about them coming together as like a, like as a team. Yeah. So I guess that's the origin like of how they became a team. But I get what you're saying, though, because Star-Lord's already Star-Lord. Um, I guess Gamora at first was evil and then she's not evil anymore. But like, um, yeah, no, I, I, I totally get what you're saying. I think more of the origin is them coming together, but I guess like we do learn like the backstory of each character. So I guess that's like why I kind of counted it as an origin story. Um, Cause I've, I was trying to think of other origin stories besides like Iron Man Thor and all those movies. And and I agree with you, like some of the origin stories, I just don't really like that much because it seems repetitive, but some are done like extremely well, like Iron Man, like I guess Guardians of the Galaxy, like some of the Spider-Man movies. Um, but like, I'm trying to think, like, like, I don't know. I didn't really, Captain Marvel was okay. Like I didn't, nothing to really write home about. What about um, Ant-Man? I like that. Ant yeah, good. yeah. Ant-Man was fun. Like I keep forgetting how many fucking origin stories are in mcu <laughs> black panther a lot of well yeah. black panther, i didn't think counted either yeah no yeah now that yeah. i said it yeah because he had a big role in civil war and we already kind of knew everything you know it, it's yeah. kind of weird i get what you're saying though like i guess you could say like you don't change the arguments of best solo superhero movie yeah but Wait, didn't anime come out before civil war though what yeah yeah okay. It came out 2015 and Civil War is 2016 because then Ant-Man shows up. Oh my god, okay. Captain yeah. America. This is Captain America. <laughs> What's up? Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm shaking your hand way too long. <laughs> Does anyone like, have any foreign slices? Like, <laughs> well, I guess we know which MCU movies are definitely the best for Origins. We didn't even talk about the first Captain America or the first Thor or Doctor Strange or any of those. Yeah, I think the first Thor gets a little more hate than it deserves, but it's still, I would not put it as, like, my favorite ever. I suppose, yeah. yeah, I can't make a solid argument for Thor. I could maybe, if I had enough time to, like, 
rewatch the movie and come up with some notes, I could maybe make a little bit of an argument for Captain America, but it's not the first thing that comes to my head. I mean, I, Black Panther is one of my favorite MCU movies, but I don't know if that's really considered because like he had such a huge role in Civil War. So it's like, I don't know if that's considered an origin story, even though you learn a lot about him, but. Yeah, I would consider like, if they did like another list, I think Black Panther would be one of the best solo superhero or solo Marvel films because it's really like, I wouldn't say a sequel, obviously, but it's not like an origin because think about it, origin is very different. Like you can make the argument Spider-Man Homecoming isn't really an origin film either because we already got introduced to him already and he's already been established. So it's, I mean, you do get like a backstory to him, but we already kind of know him in Civil War already. So I don't know. Same thing with that. Yeah, because yeah, like Homecoming, you you have to see you have to see Civil War to understand what's going on in Homecoming. Mm, no, because like because like I feel like that a lot of it is built around him and Tony's relationship. Well, I guess like you could kind of just give that like I, oh, Tony gives him the suit. <laughs> I rewatched Homecoming when I was in Pittsburgh this weekend, um, and I forgot that the opening of it is him doing like a vlog of him being yeah. like, of him going to Berlin and saying, you know, Happy's taking me there. And I just, and I forgot that that part even happened. So you really don't have to see Civil War for that. Yeah, that's true. I kind of forgot about that. Because I forgot about that when I was watching it. I was like, oh yeah, I forgot he does like a vlog. Well, uh, I do have a side question for everybody since we're talking about MCU. What MCU hero would you want to be? Dave, do you want to go first? Question. Goddamn. Yeah, yeah. I think it's easy. I think, I would, you know, Tony Stark, I think is the easiest answer just because being rich would be cool. I'll be honest. That's like, that's it. I mean, him or Chachala because they're both, is it Chachala actually the richest? Isn't he technically richer than Iron Man? Yeah, because yeah, vibranium. So. Yeah. Uh, Chachala then. <laughs> whoever whoever <laughs> got the most money. I mean, yeah, I mean, like, when it comes down, like, when I think about more, like, it'd be cool to be Spider-Man with them. Like, I think about it, I'm like, wait, it would actually kind of suck to be Spider-Man. <laughs> like, like they make it clear in, like, the second Spider-Man movie, like, uh, Sam Raimi, they make it clear in, like, like, I mean, this new one coming out looks like they're making it clear it would suck to be Spider-Man or someone like that. Yeah, I'd, I'd be Chishala. It'd be cool to be king. It'd be cool to be rich. Not really have to worry about too much of that. You'd still have your powers. You'd still kick ass, so. You would still die, but you come back to life. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you have like um, your own army. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so I guess I'll go next. Um, I feel like mine is, I don't know, pretty obvious. I don't know if maybe it's not. Uh, I think I have to go Captain America. I know. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I if you look up the personality traits of Captain America. And my personality test that I did, like, you know, last year or whatever, I fit perfectly in line, the leadership, taking on new challenges, going up against the fight. Like, I go super hard in whatever I do, and I'll make sure that I get whatever I need to get done. And I always like to be a leader of the team every single time I can. And I always try to do what's right. Easily Captain America. I mean, he's my favorite hero, probably because I feel aligned to him. And yeah, he's probably one of my favorite superheroes ever. So just because I feel connected, you know, I like I am him. A lot of people have told me like, because, you know, like I used to work in a movie theater. I we used to do like um, try to pick all like our co-workers as Marvel heroes, like for like the Endgame movie. It's like, oh, like this person, John, is Ant-Man or something like that. And they always picked me unanimously as Captain America. So I don't know. Jared, what about you? I was thinking Iron Man 2 for pretty much the same reason Dave said. So I'll say someone different to make it a little more interesting. I'll say a Star-Lord because Star-Lord has a pretty awesome life if you think about it. Like he literally just rides around in a spaceship, goes out, does awesome stuff. He doesn't really care. He's such like a happy person. Like he doesn't really, he doesn't really stress too much. He's just very chilled and laid back and whatnot. But he's also like a good person too, you know? So he seems like he has a lot of fun and whatnot. So it kind of sucks he only has like 300 songs to listen to, but I think I can live with that. So, uh, yeah, I'll say Star-Lord. Nice. 
Well, when I first met both of you guys, we were talking about the personality traits and stuff. And I remember you guys told me about that. And I got Star-Lord as my personality. But that's not who I think I would pick, even though that that's the person I got on my test. So if it wasn't for Thor's character change in Ragnarok, I would say Spider-Man. But I really like the direction they've taken Thor since 2017. He's really been able to flesh out his powers over the years. And like, as Jared was talking, I realized, well, if I'm Thor, then like all my family's dead. But <laughs> aside, from, aside from that, his powers are cool. They've really changed his, his character and his personality over the last couple films. And while he can now be a little goofy and stuff, he can still be a badass and be feared for feared. So yeah, I'm gonna go with Thor. What about that whole depressed period in Endgame? Yeah, so I actually <laughs> forgot about that until you started talking, and then I realized it. But hey, I mean, I don't know. I gotta, I gotta stick with my answer because that's what <laughs> I typed up before we started recording. So I'll stick with my answer. <laughs> I do, I do love the direction once Takahashi got involved. What they did with oh, Thor. Yeah. They're like, oh wait, he's the most powerful Avenger. Let's in. Chris Hemsworth is a great comedic actor. We should do something yeah. with this. Well, Thor does have your same type, Trace. You think so? Yeah, he does. Like I saw like all the listings of all the characters, and you guys have the same type. Yeah, and he loves to drink too. So and I, and I like to drink. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Instead another <of> with <laughs> another, yeah, I forgot about that. With my luck though. If we all overnight transformed into the characters we picked, with my luck, I wouldn't be the Ragnarok Thor. With my luck, I would turn into Fat Thor. <laughs> Fat Thor was still cool. It was cool, <laughs> but like instead of having a six pack and humongous arms, I would have a humongous belly. I know that's what would happen to me. <laughs> so I'm the only one who picked a character who died, but I don't know if you guys know there was actually a test you could take a while ago. You click a button and it tells you whether or not you would have survived the snap. And I did survive in real life, so I guess that's okay. I don't know if you guys took that, but it was I, pretty I, cool. I survived the snap. I did not. Do it. <laughs> I, I guess you guys had to die. By yeah, <laughs> half. So me and Dave would have dusted. Oh, for sure. We would have no flipped. You should take it right now. Just Google. Uh, uh, I'll go after. I already know my fate. I really, I don't <laughs> I'm really curious if it's 50-50. That would be so funny. Uh, Trace is just accepting this like depression right now of I'm, I'm that four. I got doing it. First I got would I survive the Hunger Games? Did <laughs> you say did Thanos kill me? That's like the first thing that pops up. You literally just click oh, it. Oh, I think it. I found it. Did Thanos? Yeah. WW dot did Thanos kill me? Yeah, and it tells right. you like immediately. It's like, a, like a random thing. Yeah. Oh, I lived. Oh shit! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna be the one. Look, I'm not- <laughs> oh, I was spared by Thanos. So we oh, all- so we all lived. Hell yeah, so we we're all lived. Avengers then, like all wow. the Avengers survived. Yeah. Wow. Damn. That never. I mean, Thanos isn't that bad of a guy. I never <laughs> get that lucky. Well, when I first took that, I was with a bunch of friends on Fourth of July. Four of us lived, and four of us died, and we we're like, "Wow, that's actually really perfect." <laughs> I was just happy that I lived. <laughs> <laughs> Jared, do you want to uh, dive us into topic number two? Yeah, so topic number two, I think, is a very interesting question because there's a lot of things that can happen when you go to a movie theater. So my question that I actually, I think, yeah, I came up with it. I gave you a trace, which is that um, what is our best and worst theater experiences that we've had in our lives? I thought it was a pretty easy question, personally. I'm really curious to see what you guys think. Because there's yeah, two it, that really stood out to it was, me. It was pretty easy for me, but I don't want to go first. All right, Dave's the guest. How about you? <laughs> okay, I can go. Um, I'll say the best experience I had is I I was like between like seeing Endgame was great. Um, it was like a fucking sporting event. People were going nuts. Um, I think the best that I had that I like, vividly remember was Inception. I don't know why. I think I was like in eighth grade. I saw it with a bunch of my friends in the middle of a summer day. I think it was like a Friday afternoon. And I remember being like, I've never done drugs before, but I felt like I, I just had an hour body experience. Like, I feel like I'm high right now. Like I, I literally felt, I walked out of the theater. Like, I think I just saw the greatest thing ever created. And then 
um, my whole entire theater, I, they were like walking out. They just looked numb. I was like, and I just really will never forget that. Um, and but worst theater experience? It's not really my worst theater experience. It's just one of the funniest things that I I've ever seen happen in a movie theater. Was I was in college. Um, like this was like two and a half years ago, and uh, we're going to the Fun Barn at High University. Shout out the Fun Barn. I am with my friends before, and they all wanted to smoke before, so I'm just chilling with them. They had their dab pen, and the thing was like basically dead. So my friends were hitting it like super hard because like to get anything out of it. So before we leave to go see the movie, we're seeing us, by the way, like the Jordan Peele movie. Before we go, they charge it for a little bit. And, you know, no one really knew that. And I'm sitting in the theater. It's like halfway through the movie. My friend looks over, he goes, hey, can I hit the dab pen real quick? And my friend's like, yeah, sure. My friend thought it was still like dead. So he hit it like super hard. And he immediately just (laughs) a huge huge puff of smoke goes like throughout the whole crowded theater it's like a opening thursday night the whole theater just fucking reeks of weed and they're just like a long pause for like maybe 10 seconds and then the whole entire theater just starts busting out laughing (laughs) and i I look over i look over at my friend he just looks at me he's like oh my god i'm so embarrassed right now You caused it, man. You caused the bad experience. That wasn't me. <laughs> uh, you My friend put it on the charger. I was like, <laughs> I kind of saw it coming a mile away, though. I was like, there's no way he's actually going to do it. <laughs> you let it happen. So, yeah, still responsible. Yeah, we I really mean... ruined the tension for us. Very intense scene and just ruined the whole experience for, like, maybe someone else had their worst movie experience because of <laughs> Like, <laughs> this one time this dickhead was smoking in the theater while I was trying to watch us. Yeah. Maybe his voice would have sounded like the woman from the movie afterwards, either really raspy. <laughs> yeah. Jared, you want to go next? Or you want me to go next? Uh, you go ahead. Take it. Okay. So this is kind of a long one. So my best one, I'm going to say Endgame. But the only reason why I'm mentioning it is because I actually did the Marvel movie marathon. It was 23 movies straight. I actually slept there. They had like a shower station there. And it was in the 4DX. <laughs> and it, that that the auditorium went like shit because so many people didn't shower. I showered like twice. And they had like breaks in between. It was like the best movie marathon I've ever done. So I have to put Endgame in there because we actually saw it earlier than a lot of people. We saw it at like four o'clock instead of everyone saw it like six o'clock or something. So just throwing that in there. Um, best, I have two. One is Avatar in 3D in, when I was about, I don't even know what, like 10 years old. And the reason why I mentioned that is because it kind of just blew me away. And I still think it's a pretty good movie. And obviously I don't really remember like the whole experience, but I just remember being just so excited and just seeing what I saw on the screen was just nothing I've ever seen before. And it kind of just kind of sparked something in me about movies that I never really thought about until like, I don't know, before we were doing this. And I thought about it and I was like, wow, that really kind of sparked something in me. And then the best one is uh, in 2018, I saw 2001 A Space Odyssey on like an uh, IMAX experience. It was like the 2D experience. And originally I actually had seen 2001 A Space Odyssey and I hated it. So like, why was I going to see this again for the second time? But I heard that a lot of people were like, oh yeah, you should watch it again, like three or four times. And I watched it again in IMAX and somehow some way even when the movie didn't start until 45 minutes later because we had so many projection problems i still loved it and it actually became my best movie of all time so i absolutely loved it and it had intermissions within it too so i thought that was like a whole experience now worst ones are gonna be pretty funny because i'd say a star is born i know that's really weird it was five of us in a theater and there was this drunk couple that was sitting on the side of me and they did not stop talking. And there's five of us in this theater on a 10 o'clock Friday night show. And when there's a big moment that happens later in the film that I will not spoil, that is pretty heart wrenching and pretty dark. They were just like laughing out loud, like hysterically. And I looked over at them. I'm like, shut your goddamn fucking mouth this is an incredible scene it's gonna be nominated for oscars fuck you 
and they just didn't say anything for the rest of the movie. And I swear to God, I did say that because I do not give a fuck. I will just say things to people. That's just how I am. And then the other one was for the nun. I should have known better Saturday no. night for the nun. And I wanted to see it. And these kids were just nonstop. And I was so excited for this movie, even though I saw bad reviews. I was like, ah, you know, it's going to be good. I ended up leaving my theater and talking to the manager and then getting them kicked out. So by the time I went in there, the movie was really bad. So I was like, fuck, this movie sucks. So then I saw it again, like, like a couple of days later to see if it was actually bad. And it was so much worse than I, how I remembered. <laughs> so it ended up being like a really shitty experience. So, yeah. Yeah, so you saw all 23 of the MCU movies back to back to back at once. You would have yeah. to have been in the theater for like two or three days because each one's like two hours long at least. Yeah, so it ran... Yeah, so they ran throughout the night. And so like Spider-Man Homecoming, they did it in like release date order. So like Spider-Man Homecoming was at 2 a.m. Then it'd be a 20 minute break. And some people like slept at like 10 o'clock and then they woke up in the morning. I tried to sleep when there was movies I didn't want to see, but it didn't really happen that way. They kind of just told you to fall asleep. Like you could stay up through the whole thing, but I knew it was not going to be healthy because they were like, oh yeah, like try to sleep when you can because you don't want to miss Endgame. That's what they were telling us. So, um, yeah, it was pretty. I actually dressed up as Captain America. I think it's on my Instagram somewhere. I actually dressed up and I got like so many people like talking to me, like people like the news and stuff. I was actually on the news for it in Massachusetts. There's like me with my popcorn bucket and I'm walking through and I was on like the little Snapchat like um, news thing. And it's just a picture of me. People kept sending it to me and I was like, what the hell? Like, I didn't even do anything. So, I did the Star Wars one too. That was like an overnight. It was like a full like 24 hours basically or whatever it was. So I did the Star Wars one. That was fun. So, so did you step foot outside the theater during that MCU period? Uh, yeah. So the MCU okay. one, it was the That's Monday something. night because the Bruins were playing game seven because I'm obviously a big sports fan and I had to watch the Bruins. So I went to a Buffalo Wild Wings. I went to go watch the game. I brought my Bruins jersey and I went back and it, I think I missed like Thor and a little bit of Captain America First Avenger. So it really wasn't that bad, to be honest. Crazy. <laughs> no, nah, dude, it was crazy. Want, it was 90, man, it was 90 bucks the whole thing. Like three straight days of Marvel. But it, it was a cinema deluxe. So they had like so much food. I bought so much crap. I think I gained, I think I calculated like seven pounds. <laughs> I know it's like a lot, but like I had so much food because you're just sitting on your ass the entire time watching movies. So, and I shaved my beard because I want to look like Captain America. So I'll find a picture for you guys somebody. I shaved my beard. Um, not really because I tried to have like the mask over it, like an idiot. I looked like I saw like a fruitcake while like just doing it. I just look so stupid. <laughs> Do you remember I, what movies you fell asleep for? Uh. Not on the top of my head. I know I fell asleep during Black Panther, Spider-Man Homecoming, Thor Ragnarok. The movies I've seen a couple times. I actually send you guys um, the, the, the thing that they gave us. It's like the schedule and the pricing. They give you like toothbrushes and towels. They give oh you an MCU God. blanket. Oh they give you everything there. And they have like breakfast sandwiches in the morning. So you're watching you a them all. <laughs> Some of the people should have gotten diapers. <laughs> Oh, they smell oh like shit in there. God, yeah, amazing and horrifying at the same time. Yeah, Did yeah. Maddie the MCU one was fun. No, I actually was dating her at the time, and I was still in college. I missed all my classes because I just didn't give a fuck. I just didn't care. <laughs> oh and my, uh, my job actually told me I could take days off of work. They were like, "Yeah, we'll cover for you," because they were the ones that originally told me, "Like Brad, you got to do it," because they knew it was the movie guy. They're like, you got to go to this. I'm like, oh, "I'm gonna miss work," and they're like, "We'll cover for you. We don't care." <laughs> so my managers just let me do it. That's Damn. awesome. Yeah, and I did the Star Wars one. That was pretty fun as well, but. You know, Rise of Skywalker was a little disappointing, but eh, you know, yeah, it's, it's fine. Bad movie experience. <laughs> yeah. Like, for the last episode, we talked about a disappointing movie in a in a franchise we like. I don't think did any of us mention Rise of Skywalker. That was a pretty good choice. No, nah. nah, that was a good choice. Though. That was gonna be bad though. Like, like it's disappointing, but it was like not surprising. It was that bad. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was on that yeah, down. I can see what you're saying. Slope. Because I guess that, like, it depends what your opinion is on, like, The Last Jedi. If, if we're going to be excited for, like, if you didn't like Last Jedi, you're probably, yeah, I didn't like Last Jedi that much either. So it's like, Rise Skywalker, like, I guess we'll see how this ends. 
But if you loved Last Jedi, you probably were really disappointed in Rise of Skywalker. I know that Jared is waiting to go for his for his topic number two, but since we were talking about falling asleep in movie theaters, I just thought of one that I don't know if you guys are going to be upset about or not. I fell asleep during Rogue One. <laughs> and um, I woke up literally i'm so glad i woke up right before the darth vader scene at the end so i got to see that but i could not tell you what the fuck happened the last like 40 minutes leading up to that <laughs> you got the boys and they all died yeah was it was it because you were bored or like you were tired before or? It, it was a mixture it was a late night showing it was like a 10 or 10 30 showing something like that so one it was late and two i was bored from the movie so it was like a little bit of both i think it's hilarious that rogue one and went to netflix like so soon after it left theaters i, don't I, don't know, that. I know it made a bunch of money though it made like a billion dollars i was surprised by that that's like everyone's favorite disney star wars thing well except for i guess like mandalorian now but like at the time i think it's probably like I mean, Rogue One, I think is okay, but like if you, I think if you did like a survey across the world, Rogue One would probably be like the most praised Star Wars Disney film so far. I don't know anyone who likes Rogue One personally. I really oh, enjoy Rogue oh, One. So. I, love it, <laughs> I mean, it's fun. I, I, I think like the last act of the movie is really fun, but everything else is just, I guess, like whatever. That Darth Vader scene, though, yeah, that made me want a Darth Vader TV show. <laughs> that would be awesome well right, jared so, what what about your best and worst for theaters all right so best definitely has to be end game bar none hands down that was i saw that at the uh actually dave i'm from baltimore so you know the ravens and the browns man although hey the browns are never mentioned in baltimore just throwing that out there no one ever really thinks about the browns in terms of the division sorry man <laughs> used to be the browns which makes me so angry <laughs> Yeah, it's all about the Steelers over there. But uh, yeah, so um, I saw it at the Center Theater in Maryland, which is considered to be the best theater in Maryland, which it's Maryland, so it's not saying much, but you know, whatever. Um, and it holds like, it's a really cool theater that has been around since the 30s. If you guys have seen um, 12 Monkeys, which is a cool movie because it takes place in Baltimore County, which is where I'm from. Only movie ever to take place in Baltimore County specifically. So it's kind of important. And the Center is actually in that movie. So I was like, hey, I've been there. But um, it's a really cool theater. It holds like 800 people. So it's like the biggest theater you'll ever go to in your life for the most part. And I saw it there. I was in college at the time. It was actually like right before I graduated. It was like a month before I graduated. And every seat was filled. I saw it with like 20 of my friends. We were all so pumped. And it was just such an amazing experience. Like, it was like the entire crowd was so into it. It was just so, like, I, I was just so shocked when Thanos got killed 15 minutes in. Like, I really did not expect that. Like, I was like floored. I cannot believe what I just saw. So I was like in shock and I was like, like sweating and shit. Like, oh my God, I can't believe they did that. Holy fuck. So then the whole movie just, especially, uh, I'm sure you guys know the scene that got everyone super pumped was the, the hammer scene where Captain America had the hammer. That was like the cool, like the theater was like a nuclear bomb went off in there. It was so amazing. Just such a cool experience. Everyone was so cool. Everyone was so respectful too. Like everyone was just so excited. And actually um, there was a dude crying behind me. <laughs> but it sounded like he was talking, right? And I remember after the movie, one of my friends was like, yeah, I thought that guy was talking. So I was about to turn around and tell him to shut up. But I saw there were like tears going down his face. Like, oh, he's not talking. He's actually just crying. I guess I can't really be mad at him for that. Like he's just so invested. <laughs> and yeah, so people were just so excited and just so emotional into it. Just such a great experience. Definitely hands down best theater experience of all time for sure. And then worst is actually Jordan Peele's other movie, Get Out. Like you had uh so now I had Get Out. Get Out was such a bad oh my god. It was an awesome movie. I actually did a double. I was also I was still in college at the time as well. And I actually did a double feature of Get Out and Logan which ended up being my two favorite movies of the year. So I thought that was pretty cool in retrospect that I saw. It was a, that was a really good night for movies, basically. But um, I saw Get Out first and Logan afterwards. I saw it with a friend of mine. And during Get Out, um, right before the movie started, like that was also a really full theater too. And um, right before the movie started, um, th like this lady comes in and she has her phone out with the flashlight on. And she shines it on the screen, like as the movie's starting. So you can't even see what's going on. Like it blows my mind how like such a tiny thing of light can impact a, such a dark space like that. But yeah, it was like this little phone light blocks the entire screen. You couldn't see anything. And then 
this bitch had the audacity. She took her phone and she shined it into the audience, I guess, to find a seed. Blinded everybody, including me. And like I said, the movie is playing at this point. I think it was the opening scene where the dude's getting kidnapped and shit. So like, it wasn't even like during the commercials. It was like the actual movie she did this. Everyone gets blinded. I've never seen, like, I know there's like, I don't know if you guys saw that really funny video from Force Awakens, but a dude's like flash went on and the entire theater was like, turn your flash off, you fucking moron. Like, that was my experience in Get Out. Like, the entire theater like yelled at this lady at once. They're like, what the fuck are you doing? Turn the blind off. What are you doing? Like, everyone just like 700 people. Well, actually, that, that was a different theater. Never mind. Probably like 200 people screamed at this lady at the same time. Needless to say, she put her phone away after that. So that was just annoying. But then it got even worse because in my specific row, just like a couple of seats down from me, there was this guy who was drunk as shit. And I'm saying that because like um, he had like a thing of whiskey in his um, cup holder and he was drinking during the movie and he was talking loud as shit. And he kept making like racist comments and whatnot like the entire time. Just saying, just being really obnoxious and being like a huge douche. He was drinking and shit. I was like, well, he was also like really tall and muscular. I was like, I'm not going to fucking say shit to that guy. Goddamn. Brad, you might have, but I wasn't about to because like the, this really tall, muscular, drunk guy. Yeah, I'm not about to do anything. But my friend actually did, which I gave him credit for. He was like, hey, dude, can you please stop talking? I was like, yo, you got balls of steel. Like, goddamn, I was not about to fucking say that. <laughs> but yeah, so, but then my friend got so frustrated that he got up and left and saw Get Out like a week later. But I really was into the movie. So I put up with the guys, like, you know, nonsense and whatnot. And then we saw Logan. My friend was so pissed after, like, during Logan. He was like, that motherfucker in the gut. Because we saw it in the same theater. Because, like, the show times lined up. And he was still fuming about that. But then Logan was awesome, too. So I think that made him feel a little better. But, yeah, so that has to be my worst. Because it was constant, you know. It was, like, a constant thing that was going on. And just that reaction. It's, it's funny in retrospect. But, like, goddamn. Just, it was such an extreme night at the movies, pretty much. So it's got to be get out for me. Yeah, that definitely sounds extreme. Yeah. I'm the I'm the smallest out of all of us, Dave. I don't know how big you are. I'm just assuming I'm the smallest out of all of us. He's, he's pretty big. He's pretty big. <laughs> Dave's big, yeah. But yeah, no, he, he's he's pretty big. I I think I think like six eight, dude. Oh, that's it. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm like, um, <laughs> if I was if I was, I, with, I put my inch profile in five eleven. So okay. <laughs> if I was with you, Jared, I think I. I would have backed up your friend. I would have. Well, my, my friend's smaller than you are, man. My friend's only like five four or something crazy. Oh, and he still said something. Yeah, like he was oh. really invested. <laughs> he must have really been upset. And no one else said anything either. I'm like, damn. So no one said anything except my friend from America. And you know, he also said he was like, dude, tell him to shut the fuck up. I'm like, no, I'm not gonna. Because I, I used to work at a movie theater. Yeah. So I had to be like the one to go in there and tell people to be quiet. And I had to check IDs. I put up with a lot of shit. I was not doing that anymore. I got paid to do that at least. I'm not about to do it for free, like when I'm not getting paid. So no, I, I did my time in terms of telling people to be quiet during the movies. Same here. Same yeah. here. <laughs> I never did my time. <laughs> I just wait. I just wait till someone else does it. I'm like, <laughs> I would have done the same thing. I was just about to say that. Minutes, I would have been there, dude. I was just about to say that. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's what happened with the lady at the beginning. Like, I, I think I yelled at her too. Like, that was like 200 people all yelled at the same time. So that was a little different. But yeah, when it's like a one-on-one thing, then it's like absolutely not. Well, you guys all said your best first, so I'm gonna go the opposite. I'm gonna tell you my worst first, and then I'll tell you my best. So the worst one for me, I was with my dad. It was the movie Forty Two with you know talking about jackie robinson had chadwick uh, boseman in it so i looked it up movie came out in 2013 and at that time i was 16 years old me and my dad that's been like our thing not so much lately because we don't live near each other but going to the movies that was our thing we loved it and we went to see this movie and there was probably i would say there are 60 these 60 year old women would not shut the hell up during the whole entire movie and i'm 16 i'm upset but like i'm with my dad i'm not going to say anything and i i would think that my dad would try and set a good example for me but he didn't and he was just he was more irritated than i was so the first couple times you know be quiet we're trying to watch being nice about it but you can only be nice for so long until you just fucking snap and I think that my dad snapped because <laughs> my dad w- then started yelling at them, like, shut up. We're trying to watch the movie. 
And then the ladies are arguing back with my dad, like, well, we can do whatever we want. Or we paid our money, blah, 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 blah. And then they keep talking. And my dad's telling me, he said, I swear to God, Trace, I'm going to go sit next to them. And I'm going to start farting the whole entire time <laughs> until they stop. And I was like, so I'm 16 and I'm so embarrassed. I'm like, dad, just watch the movie. Don't do that. And he says, I'm going to do it. I got to fart really bad. I'm going to go sit next to them and I'm going to start farting. <laughs> I can't even get through the story. But uh, I tell him, I said, dude, I, I convinced him not to do it, but he was, he was very serious. And uh, he ended up going to get the manager. The manager came out twice. The second time he asked him to leave because he had to come out twice but it was the back and forth between my dad and these people and then all the other audience hearing their exchange go back and forth and then when the lights come on everyone like i almost wanted to hide my face because like everyone knew it was my dad yelling at these old ladies uh, and then the runner-up for that i don't know what movie but the runner-up would be um me and my dad were also watching another movie and the person behind us, like, I don't like the judge, but this person was fucking like 300 pounds. And they took their shoes and socks off during this movie and their feet stunk so fucking bad. Like, I still remember the smell. Me and my dad are sitting there and I remember my dad was like, did you fart? I was like, no, like, did you? I thought you did. And we turn around and their feet are right behind, like right in front of us, right behind our heads. And we're both smelling their fucking feet. And we had to tell them to put their shoes on because they stunk. <laughs> so that, that was the runner up. That's like just normal. Like, <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, you're not in your, you're not at home. You're not on your couch. Keep your shoes on. Like, <laughs> have you ever seen on planes, trains, and automobiles? It's been a while. I haven't. That sounds like John Candy's character in that movie. Like he does that same shit like throughout the whole thing, like when they're on the plane and everything. Oh. I think even in the hotel room, he does that too. Yeah. Oh my it's god. Yeah. The best part of planes, trains, and automobiles is Steve Martin's freak out at the rental yeah. place. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yep. Dave, have you seen that movie? I have actually not seen that. Oh, I'm not even. Gonna, no, I'm not even going to say anything. I'm not going to ruin it. You got to watch the movie, and when he goes to find his rental car. He snaps like my dad did. And it's like the best three minutes like of Steve Martin that I've ever seen. It's hilarious. <laughs> there was one time I was going to, uh, I think my, my grandparents' house and they, uh, I wanted to watch that. My mom's like, they're going to have a fucking stroke if you watch that movie because of that scene. I'm like, okay, fine. We won't watch it then. Yeah, it's hilarious. So for my best one, Endgame was the first one that came to my head. I can't lie about that. You know, it was something I was really excited for. I remember seeing an opening night and I'm sitting there with all these other Marvel fans that share the same engagement of this franchise with me. People are crying. People are cheering. Um, it's just it was a great movie, a great experience. Everyone had a, a fantastic time. But because I knew you guys would like I knew some of you guys would pick Endgame and I knew that. In-game is maybe like the easy pick. So that's not my pick, but I just thought I'd throw that out there. My pick is actually going to be for Paranormal Activity, the first one. And I'll tell you why. So I also looked this one up. Paranormal Activity came out in 2007. So at that time, I was 10 years old. And the background for Paranormal Activity is me, my dad, and my sister it was all of our first years going to Halloween Horror Nights. And as a 10-year-old, that was in, Flo in South Florida. That's like the coolest thing to do when you're 10 is go to Halloween Horror Nights and then go to school and tell everyone you went to Halloween Horror Nights. That's like the thing. So, and me and my dad and my sister, we don't all get to, we don't all get along. Well, no, we get along, but we're not all three in the same room like ever because she lives across the country. So it's very rare that all three of us are together. So we're on City Walk. Jared may have been there because he's, he lives in Florida, but there's a theater on City Walk. It's an AMC. It's humongous. It's got escalators. I remember walking in and I've never seen escalators in a movie theater. So I walk in. It was the biggest theater at the time that I've been in. 
I got to go up these escalators to go watch the movie. The screen is huge. I'm with my family and I'm 10 years old watching this horror movie. And then I'm about to go to Halloween Horror Nights right after. This is the coolest thing ever. The movie frightened me. And it was just, I got to hang out with my family and get scared. And it was a good time. It was such a wholesome answer. Yeah. Yeah, that was wholesome. It was very, yeah, it was very, that was very nice. (laughs) (laughs) Even if it was for... I was surprised that you went with a horror movie because that those are normally the worst experiences. Well, like no. even if it wasn't a horror movie, like I think that everything behind it, like I think that it could have been exchanged with any movie. Like it wasn't the movie that made my experience memorable. It was everything behind it, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think that it could have been any movie replaced with paranormal. It just so happened to be paranormal activity. Yeah, this um, this this part, uh, this like topic was really hard for me because I've had a ton of bad movie theory experiences, like so many, like uh, th- like before Candyman screener, there was a fight. I didn't even mention that. I should have mentioned in my review. There was literally a fight that was happening while the movie was starting because some person wanted to sit. And they came in late and they wanted to sit in the seat. And this lady's like, "Oh no, you can't sit." He's like, "We can't just move over two seats." And she was like, "No." And then like, there was like arguments and stuff. And then some guy stepped in and this guy punched this guy. So then everyone kind of stands up on this side of the auditorium and it's a packed out screening. And then this guy comes down. This was last Tuesday. comes down the stairs. Like you don't hit a woman. And apparently like the guy's like, I'm not a woman. And he's like, Oh, I'm so sorry. And then went back up. And then this guy in this muscle shirt, I call him Superman. He comes around and he goes in, he goes to like, and the whole situation's already taken care of. And he's trying to get these people out. And it was a whole commotion. So like the first like 10 minutes of this movie is just that. And people were like moving their seats away from them. And it was on the other side of the auditorium. That was awful. And then in the, th- in the father, I probably should have mentioned this. And you guys will probably agree that when I watched it, there was these teenage girls who were sitting behind me. They laughed throughout the entire movie, especially at the end. The only reason why I didn't count it is because after the movie, these nice old people, I don't know how this happened, but these nice old people talked to these girls and the girls didn't understood that he had dementia. So they were like, what the hell is going on? And I'm thinking, why the hell are you in this movie for the father? And I was so pissed off. But then I heard their conversation while I was walking out and they were explaining how dementia was. And they were like, Oh, I'm so sorry. I was laughing. So I was just like, I get it. I mean, they were obnoxious. I could have included it. Cause it, they really ruined the final scene of the film. That's really like, you know, puts everything in perspective and yeah, they kind of ruined it. So I've had a lot of bad theater experiences. So yeah. Basically, um, it was for the turning, another horror movie, which the turning first of all is not even good. If you saw, I don't even, if you guys don't even remember that, I, I don't blame you. But I saw I saw the movie The Turning. It was opening weekend. It was not actually not that busy. I was kind of surprised. It was maybe only halfway full, right? So I saw it with a friend and we wanted to sit in the back because I like I like sitting the normally in the back, right? It's like my favorite place to sit in the theater. So um I sat, we sit in the back, right? And it was like reserved seating. So um, it was the same theater for our get out as well. I guess that theater just attracts a bad crowd sometimes. But um, <laughs> we, uh, we go to our seats, right? And there's like a lady sitting there in one of our seats. No, no, she was sitting in the seat next to ours. And then in one of the seat that was my seat, she had a bunch of stuff there, like bags and whatnot. I was like, oh, excuse me, man, this is actually my seat right here. And I showed her my ticket. She's like, oh, I'm sorry about that. And she took her stuff and she uh, moved it to the next seat over. And she was like, yeah, you know, this is uh, my friend. This is just my friend's stuff. She's like in the bathroom or some shit. So I just put her stuff there. I'm like, yeah, that's no problem. So we sit there, right? And then the whole movie goes by. The movie itself was like fine. It was after the movie was the bad part because once the movie ends, um, like at some point that lady's friend had come back, right? And she sat next to her. So she's maybe like two seats over from where I was. And so my friend and I are kind of sitting there and whatnot while the crowd's like leaving. And um, basically, uh, like, like the, the one who came in late was talking to the one that we talked to before, the one who had the stuff. And like, she wasn't talking to me and my friend directly, but she was talking to her friend, but she was speaking in a loud enough voice that she wasn't trying to keep her voice out so we could hear what she was saying. And she was talking about my friend and I. And she was like, yo, what the hell's wrong with some people? I don't come here to make friends. Like, why do you want to sit next to us in the movie theater? And at first I was like, is she talking about us? And I kind of looked over at her like, because I didn't want to make eye contact. She sounded like she was crazy, but I was like, I think she's talking. I was like, what the hell? And she's just like going off at her friend about my friends and I. And then she walks down like at the bottom of the, um, 
the bottom of the auditorium. And we look down at her and she's looking up at us. And at this point, we couldn't hear what she was saying, but she's looking up at us. She looks super pissed and she's still talking. Maybe this one was at us, I don't know, but she's looking at us, talking to us. And she looks super pissed and then she leaves. And I'm like, yo, like, I don't know if you've seen The Turning, but like the main character in that movie is extremely mentally unstable. And it kind of reminds me of like, <laughs> like this character in that movie was actually in our theater with us, you know? So I was like, okay, this, she clearly has some kind of issues. So whatever, I'm not going to hold it against her, I guess. Or maybe she is having a really bad day, but it was just so stupid. Cause I'm just like, first off, you can't really blame someone for wanting to sit somewhere. Second of all, it's opening weekend of a horror movie. So there's that. Third of all, we didn't even talk to you. Fourth of all, like there's plenty of other seats. Like it just so stupid. I don't know. Like it just, it blows my mind. You can be that angry about something so minor when it was not my friend and I's fault at all. And my friend was fucking livid. And they're like, yo, did you hear, was she talking to us? I'm like, I, I, think, I think she was. And my friend was fucking pissed. And they were like, oh, I hope you run to that bitch in the lobby. I was like, okay, just, just cool it. Okay, I'm not trying to get involved. Because I was, trying, I was sneaking into another movie right afterwards. So I didn't want to get thrown out or anything. Plus, I didn't want to get involved with any stupid shit. So I was like, yo, just, just chill. Okay, goddamn. But that was another they, pretty bad experience that I was more directly involved with, I would say. Were they like older ladies? No, they were like probably only a couple years older than I was. Like I was, like, I was in my early 20s. Oh, well, oh, really? Like a year and a half ago. Wow, that feels way longer. But yeah, yeah, I was like 23 at the time. I'm 25. Yeah, I was 23 at the time, turned 24 soon. They were probably like 28, 29. Like they only, they only looked like a couple years older. Yeah. Oh, that's kind of whack. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that's kind of that's that's bullshit. Like, she's like, she clearly had some kind of issues or something. It was weird. I was like, what the hell? Damn. Or maybe just like a really bad day, like I said, but it was just <laughs> it was weird. Like it, it could have been worse. Like she, it's not like she came over to us and was like yelling at us. She was just talking to a friend about it, but it was just like, damn, like never had that, never had anything like that happen to me. I've gone to hundreds of movies. First time anyone's ever been mad at me about something. Nice. So for those of you, for those of you who watch the podcast every week, we have a movie recommendation from one of us. We take turns. Um, my last two were Watchmen and, um, 310 to Yuma, which I always try to pick movies that are more underrated. This one is more well-known than those, but it doesn't get the popular. It's not as like a lot of people don't like it as much as I feel they should. So my choice is The Lost World Jurassic Park, the second Jurassic Park movie. So um, people hate this movie. Like a lot of people, like Brad, you've been kind of giving me the eye right now. <laughs> a lot of people don't <laughs> like this movie. Um, I've loved this movie since I was a kid. Actually, when I was a kid, it was my favorite of the three that we had at the time. And now in retrospect, it's actually my third favorite of the five. Like I would put the first one in Jurassic World both above it because the movie's got flaws. I like there's some really weird writing things in there like how the crew on the ship was somehow killed, but that isn't possible because it was a T-Rex. And apparently there was a deleted scene that kind of explained that, but it's not in the movie. And yeah, the whole T-Rex sequence, it feels really tacked on, but it's a cool sequence, but it just feels really out of left field. Characters disappear too. Like Vince Vaughn's character disappears during the night. Like he's not even mentioned like what happened. He just kind of causes it too. So there, there are issues with the movie. I won't deny it, but I still love the movie now. Okay, like I can still watch the movie now. I still love it. It's probably like an A minus or so. Not as good as when I was a kid, but I think the movie, it's very intense. It's arguably probably the most intense movie in the franchise. It's definitely, I would say, probably the darkest. Like, it's really gritty. It's a lot more mean-spirited. There's a lot of really scary shit that happens. Like, the whole scene with the RV, the T-Rex, like, pushes over the edge. That is up there with the T-Rex introduction scene in the original film in terms of intensity, I feel. So, really awesome movie. Um, Jeff Goldblum, like Ian Malcolm is one of my favorite movie characters ever. He's underrated. And the fact that he's like the main character in this one, I think is great. He's easily hands down my favorite Jurassic Park character. Hopefully he'll be a main role in the new one. But yeah, him being the main character is the great, is really good. It's also probably one of the funniest non-comedy movies I've ever seen because of him. Like he has so many good one-liners throughout the entire thing. And I really don't get the hate. Like it's got like a 50% Rotten Tomatoes. A lot of people just don't like it. A lot of my friends don't like it. I've never understood the hate. I've never understood. I think it's a fantastic movie. It's also a sequel that tries something different too, which is nice. And so, yeah, I think it's a, it's a fantastic movie. Even the franchise has kind of forgotten about it. Like it hasn't even been mentioned in the new one. So a lot of people don't like it. People have forgotten about it. And I, I love it. I don't understand why all the hate. So my choice is the Lost World Jurassic Park. You know what's crazy is I, I'm not going to watch it because I watched it last weekend. Really? <laughs> Seriously. Me and my family, we did a, it, we didn't even plan it. I put the first Jurassic Park on because I hadn't watched it in a while. And then halfway through, they sat down and started watching it with me. And then when it ended, I was like, you want to watch the next one? We're like, all right. So we watched the next one and then we watched the third one. And then the next night, 
we did Jurassic World one and two. We didn't even plan on it, but we ended up watching all of them. So nice. it's crazy that you just that that was your recommendation. <laughs> well, what do you guys think about the movie? Do you guys agree with the masses, or are you more on my side? The only thing I down. remember from the second one, I probably haven't seen it in like ten years, is pro is uh, the the infamous gymnast gymnastic scene. It's like the it's only thing I remember. Bad. It's not even that quick. <laughs> It's pretty badass, and the, the line that he has at the end saves it, where he's like, the school cut you from the team, that saves it as far as I'm concerned. It's another great Ian Malcolm one-liner, so that scene gets way too much hate. It's not Shia LaBeouf swinging with monkeys for five minutes and Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, okay? That's dumb. It's just like, <laughs> I don't know. That's like the, I just, I don't know why. I always remember that, just because it's just, it just, I guess, I don't want to say it's out of left field, but it kind of feels out of left field. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like it's kind of built to that point, but at the same time, it's like, it's like, whoa, what the fuck? <laughs> that raptor didn't see that shit coming. Yeah. I think she's I'll, the only character to kill a raptor in the movies. Now I think about it, because that raptor died. It got to bail all the shit out. Like, <laughs> I'll back you up with that RV scene though, of it hanging over the cliff. That was that was. I forgot all about that scene. That was a pretty good scene. I know, so crazy. What about you, Brad? What do you, what do you think? You were, you were kind of giving the eye, like I said. So what, what's your opinion? Um, I haven't seen it a long time, but I don't really love the movie. I think it's like good. I, I don't know. I think I give it a positive rating for sure. Like everything that you said, I just don't think that I love it. And I don't really remember exactly why. I just know when I watched the second one, I just felt that, I don't know, maybe there was just something lacking. I, I don't remember. I do remember the gymnastic scene. It's it's pretty interesting. <laughs> it's I don't know. I don't really think it's that good. I, I think it's a meme to be honest. I think it's really goofy. It's not even um, the scene in the franchise. <laughs> like the talking raptor that that was stupid in Jurassic Park three. Alan, <laughs> yeah. Jurassic Park three. I've never been a fan of. So yeah, Boss uh, World. That always love though. Fallen, Fallen Kingdom is fucking awful. Yeah, Fallen Kingdom <laughs> for, the, for our topic last week. Uh, wait, did I pick that? I think I did pick it. Do you guys I remember? Don't, I don't know. You didn't pick that. Um, I th no, I think it, I mentioned I almost picked it. Yeah, I don't think Fallen Kingdom's as bad as everyone makes it out to be. So you're kind of okay. Fallen Kingdom was just massively disappointing, like that. Actually, the second half of the movie was just are just ridiculous. Yeah, Looney Tunes. I was able. <laughs> I was able to enjoy it. I liked the first Jurassic World more, but I was able to enjoy it. And I am excited for Dominion, especially after, I don't know if you guys saw the IMAX screening of F9, where they did like the four minutes of, um, it wasn't even part of the movie. It was just them showcasing the dinosaurs and stuff. That was awesome. And yeah. I saw so I'm like excited a, for Dominion. Someone film it on like their flip phone in a, in a theater i watched it on youtube like the format thing i mean yeah i think dominion's like i, I think i'm i'm excited because it's clear that's what they've been trying to do they yeah. just had like fallen kingdom was just like a filler to try and get to that point and they're like how can we do this i'm just so sick and tired of this plot line in these new jurassic world movies so like we need to weaponize these dinosaurs i'm like this is the i don't know i just i, I get to movie you know we're trying to have fun but it's it just is that's just so stupid how the fuck are you recognize the dinosaur like, <laughs> like it, it just pisses me off i hate that they keep going back to this it's like everyone's biggest complaint with the first movie in, uh, jurassic world not jurassic park and then the whole second half of the jurassic world fallen kingdom was revolved around people buying dinosaurs so they could weaponize them 20 millions yeah well even in yeah, 20 millions well even in jurassic uh park the what was the title of the second one the lost island or some the lost world jurassic park that's the plot of that one is they're trying to capture the dinosaurs well but there was for if a that, theme park maybe that's why i don't like weapons. this yeah. yeah which is still fucking stupid too but it's not as bad as weaponizing them man but that at least the end of fallen kingdom where she like lets them all go and they're like yeah. why'd you do that like oh yeah. they're alive like me I'm alive. Oh my god! <laughs> you know, um, uh, there's a reason. They, it was so stupid. They're trying to weaponize them because I'm just like, there's a reason nobody uses animals for weapons anymore because it's so much more efficient to use a uh, like a missile or something or a gun <laughs> as opposed to a 
Because that Indoraptor was unhinged, man. That thing had, they had no control over that shit. And <laughs> that, it was also, a Looney Tunes character. Also sold for dirt cheap. Yeah. yeah. Fallen Kingdom was a letdown for sure. Dude, I really thought you were going to pick 12 Monkeys, though. I really thought you were. Honestly, I, I don't. I like 12 Monkeys. I don't love it. I only mention that because of the Baltimore County thing. Like, it's the only movie ever to take place where I grow up. Like, isn't ever. That, it, it even says like, Baltimore County on the screen. It's crazy. Isn't that, like, the first movie that Brad Pitt started getting, like, respect as just not the pretty boy? Like, he was – that was, like, this first role where he actually could showcase, like, him as a good actor. I mean, yeah, he definitely had a more serious role in that. I think he got an Oscar nomination. I might be wrong. He was, like, he was, like, crazy. But yeah. I think like, before that, he was just being casted as, like, I don't know, like, Channing Tatum and fucking – like in like it's the, the late movies. 2000s like <laughs> yeah. it definitely helped his career for sure <laughs> all right guys so that was our episode what were you guys on now six seven, seven. eight seven, seven. seven. damn seven. wow i already feels like we've been doing this for a while so um i hope you guys really enjoyed this episode um so if you guys want to find me i'm on youtube Twitter, Facebook, Instagram at Let's Be Real with Brad or Let's Be Real with B, whatever ways you can find me. If you want to find me, you can find me on YouTube under Pierce Productions and on Facebook under Pierce Productions as well. Yeah, you can find me on YouTube at Jeritalk Cinema. Same thing for Facebook and Instagram. And on Twitter, you can find me at Hot Sauce Hour Ago because Jeritalk Cinema is one letter too long for a handle. <laughs> you can find me on youtube davy dave's takes uh twitter instagram it's at davy dave lane um and yeah no thanks again guys i'm honored to be on the sixth seventh eighth episode of this podcast you'd <laughs> uh, love to come back you know it was a lot of fun and yeah i love all the movie recommendations i love the stories i loved all of it awesome so nice glad you, we had you on here it was fun <laughs> we'll do it again soon for sure all right. Until then, thanks for listening. Later.